This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum and the Ten Society. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. I'm Bo. And I'm John Davis. JD! Hey, Bo. Good evening, dude. Hey, man. How you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. It's just uh, rock and roll time around here, dude. Yeah, it's uh, it's been insane, you know, yeah. just for some reason. Uh, you know, it's Father's Day, so, you know, the, you got people buying things for uh, gifts and, and whatnot, but uh, it has been kind of busy this time of year for uh, for a June, and so we're uh, we're thankful for that. But, uh, you know, in the South, we, you know, our listeners, longtime listeners are regularly, uh, you know, familiar with how we complain about the weather uh where we are and so especially during the the heat in the summer and so uh it's surprising that so many pipe smokers are, are out and about and have found us and are uh man but chugging on their pipes uh even even in the heat in the afternoon man so, yeah yeah but it's it's, it's it's great and the weather's crazy i mean you know the, the reality is every everywhere you are people complain about the the weather like oh you don't like the weather here in georgia just stick around you don't like the weather here in you know british columbia just stick around yeah it's just, no, yeah everyone's got their thing right everybody's got their thing actually i was so yesterday i, I flew back i Last week, I spent a couple of days in New York. Uh, we did a live podcast for another show, and uh, yesterday oh, morning, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, how'd, how'd that go? It, it went really well, but but yesterday morning, I, I went to like my favorite uh, place to get uh, breakfast in, in uh, New York, Russ and Daughters. And, oh, I was about uh, to say bed. No, no, no. This was uh, this is really this is this is like a, a kosher deli, right? With like locks and bagels and everything. It's oh, it's amazing. But I was walking in like the the Lower East Side, and I was I knew I was going to be flying back, and I, and it was so incredibly hot, like it was just burning up, and I was like. Well, I can't complain about this. Even in New York, I'm, I'm going to Mississippi in less than a right. few hours. Like, I, right? Like, you know, this this is my break. <laughs> that's from just the heat. that's just your primer, man. Yeah, you just, you just get warmed up, literally. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> man. But no, you know, it's interesting though. With it being Father's Day, and of course, yeah. you know, with uh, some some great sales going on here at the Country Square, right? That's right. That's right. So, uh, of course, you know, this time of year we try to do it up uh, for Daddy. But honestly, uh, you know, this is really just an excuse for most of us to go buy another pipe or <laughs> right. or, or blow it on. Uh, something to enhance our cellar. Let's just let's just be honest about it. So, uh, yeah. But uh, here at the Country Squire, we've got uh, all our pipes are fifteen percent off, uh, and then our tobaccos and cigars are ten percent off. Mm. And so, um, yeah. If you uh, if you go to our website, if you're listening and are, are you know out of Jackson somewhere and want to order, uh, all the pipes on our website are automatically fifteen percent off. If you want the ten percent off tobaccos and cigars, you'll have to enter the the coupon Dad twenty eighteen. Dad twenty eighteen. Yeah, all one word. So. Uh, but anyway, that's going on uh, through Father's Day, which is in a couple weeks now. Man, so, yeah. I, you know, I'm kind of curious cool. about yeah. this. Like for Father's Day, you know, do do you find more people? Because like you say, I mean, we use every excuse as, a, as an excuse to like buy ourselves our own. Yeah, gift. it's like Christmas time. I'm buying presents for other people. Well, let's be honest. You're yeah. spending so much money. You're just like, I might as well slip something for me. In yeah, there. You're, you're preemptively right? spending <laughs> the, the Christmas cash on yourself, essentially. But, but like for, for Father's Day, do people typically come in more for the tobacco or for the pipes? You know, I I think it tends to be for the pipes. Yeah, yeah. it's one of those things. It's so like, iconic. Well, you know, and if you want to buy a gift for someone, I mean, a, a tobacco is one thing. If it's a stocking stuffer or a, a small present, you know. But if you're trying to make a statement a piece, a statement gift, you know, mm. you're thinking. I mean, you know, think about it. Would would you rather, uh, you know, get a tin of tobacco or a or a shiny new pipe? You know, a lot of times though, if if the 
pipe related gift is not the main gift then they'll go with the tobacco or oh, a couple of tins or yeah. you know maybe a half pound of, of one of our blends or something like that but um but anyway yeah i've got a lot of folks uh, that do that also this time of year i love it because these wives will come in and they'll buy uh, they'll buy pipes for their husband as like a kind of a cute, encouraging way to quit them to uh, to, to get them to quit smoking cigarettes. Right, 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 right. And so, you know, we've got these wives will come in and be like, well, I, I think it'll be cute and he'll like it. I'm really hoping he'll give up the camels. <laughs> <laughs> so which is great. You know, so we, we, we hope so, too. Gosh, we need to we need to like put together like a some sort of series on like how to kick the camel goodbye. I mean, you know, I, I realize that we've, we've talked about the subject before about, you know, separating the stigma and everything. And we want to be respectful that, you know, in, in the industry, there's a lot of. Yeah, sure. We get it. There's yeah. d- different polls for different people. But the reality is, is that like, you know, we, we, we here at Country Squire Radio would far rather you be smoking a pipe than a. Uh, for a variety of reasons. Yeah, for a right? variety of reasons. Uh, <laughs> and so like, you know, they're, they're, you know they're, maybe maybe we could like offer some sort of crash course or like psychological re re. <laughs> <laughs> like, Re- reconditioning yeah, yeah yeah like mentally calibrating you or something of that nature <laughs> in preparation for uh for what you're what you're about to enter into and how to, to leave the past behind kill it if you have to all right man we've got a uh, a show tonight uh talk, we do have a show tonight talking about some tobaccos that um you can't pronounce well but my, and most of the time i can't either my goal honestly this episode and and, and you know long-time listeners and even relatively short-time listeners know uh here on country squire radio we are known for uh three things uh the first is uh pipe tobacco and pipes and, and the talking of the, gosh i hope so uh, one, one would assume if right. nothing else that that gets you in the door right uh, the other thing is shenanigans because let's be honest <laughs> right right uh and then finally and, and most importantly we butcher names here that is what we do on practically a weekly basis uh typically it's the names of those that have gone to patreon.com slash country squire radio to to support the show uh it's you kind know, of a place of honor it, you it know? is a place of yeah honor. It, it, you're we are truly endeared to you uh, if we cannot say your name exactly, or at least pretend like it exactly, and but never before has there been, and and you know I'm sure someone will correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think there's ever been a tobacco in which I have personally butchered the name of, but that all changes tonight, uh, because tonight we are talking about uh, John David. What are we talking about? Freiburg and Trier. Freiburg, Freigiborg, Freig, 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 all right, first of all, <laughs> Swedish? I'm assuming Swedish. Uh, German, as far as I can tell. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right, hang yeah, on. yeah. I got to get my German accent. I, I, Stein, Kai, Kai. It's like, who are we going to offend tonight? I ain't going to offend. I get Indiana Jones. Uh, I, <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll work on it. No, it's that whole deal about like, you know, the, it, it sounds really angry, even if you're saying something really p- polite and kind. All right. So right. before we jump into the debate, have I ever told you my German story about? Uh, no, but we have to hear it. All right. So here's the deal. I was so so a long time ago, back before uh, I was a father, actually the, the last Father's Day before I actually became a father, my wife and I went on a trip to Italy and uh, we flew Luf- Lufthansa. Uh, which is a German uh, German yeah. airline. Yeah. Uh, wonderful, by the way, uh, airline. And if Lufthansa wants to sponsor this show, call me. Uh, we had a wonderful time. But in going through to get to Italy, we had to go through Germany, had to go through customs. And the officer that was kind of letting us in and out of the country was obviously a German officer. And so he gets in there and it's just me and my wife. And we're like right at, you know, it's just us and him. He's looking at our papers. He's like, let me see our papers. And we give him the papers and everything. Right. He's like, no, this is no good. No, no, no! You cannot. You, you cannot. Like he's like he's like shutting us down. Like, <laughs> and I can't do a getting very, stonewalled. I right. can't do a very good German accent. But he was telling us about how our papers weren't right, and I'm starting to get nervous. And I was like, "What's wrong? What, what's what's going on?" He goes, "She never signed." 
and like on her on her passport. <laughs> so this dude was trying to like joke with us, right? But he's a German officer telling us we don't have our papers, right? And I'm like, dude, you 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 realize you guys were the Nazis, right? <laughs> like, I, I mean, let, all right, let's be let's be easy not now, the profile yeah. Or anything, oh yeah, yeah. Like, no, yeah. I mean, you you know, no, I I, I mean, I understand. You know, you kind of you're in a, you're in a foreign country and you kind of you know get get that feeling, but uh, you know that Germany's different now. But I mean, yeah, it, it, there's a there's an intimidation factor. There's a huge I think intimidation that, factor. That's there, yeah. No, like, I, oh, no, I, you I, don't I have your papers. Like, oh, man, it, it freaked us out. What are your papers? <laughs> yeah. Profiling is wrong, and I'm sure he's a very nice man. And, no, absolutely. So let's talk about Hagenas. Hagenfragen. Uh, Hagenfragen. How about Freiburg and Traeger? Fre- Freiburg, Borg, Borg, Borg. Yeah. Uh, man, it's such a such a great tobacco and such a uh, such an interesting history. This is a, a tobacco course that, uh, gosh, has been around for, uh, or a brand anyway, that's been around for uh, 300 years, which, which is really amazing. You know, we think about the tobaccos that uh, that we can point to in our industry and in our uh, community that have been around that long. I mean, there's not there's not many, right? We think about the uh, the Sam Gaywiths out there, and mm. um, gosh, just you know, limited Gaywith and Hogarth. I mean, just limited amounts of uh, of blenders that have been around that long. But uh, gosh, Freiburg and Trayer, this is a, um, a a tobacco brand, of course, that has been around for for so long. So uh, opened in 1720. Uh, in the Haymarket district in London, uh, that's eventually where their where their shop kind of moved to. They they had multiple locations at at one point or another. But um, it is actually uh, Trayer uh, the the Freiburg uh, half of it, and, and their family was joined by the Trayer uh, family, uh, immigrated from Germany, and um, and uh, of course the 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 guy that kind of spearheaded the initial uh, push into premium tobacco, a, a, a gentleman named Gottlieb Freiburg. Uh, which Gottlieb? Uh, Gottlieb Gottlieb right that's right, right. and so uh, just a you know handsome uh, handsome name uh, there and and uh, and and they really took off as kind of a purveyor of uh, not just not just pipe tobacco or pipes but uh, uh, honestly their their main fame actually came from the snuff market and so uh, real ah, uh, premium okay. premium British handmade snuff and this is snuff that uh, obviously uh, you know I'll, I'll show you here shortly but uh, we think about old-fashioned grandma snuff Right, like the the powdered tobacco, you know, where you take the stems and tears from the leaves of of uh, your favorite tobaccos, the stuff that can't be, uh, you know, put into premium pipe tobacco. They send that to people like Freiburg and Trayer. Uh, they grind it up and and put all kinds of seasonings in there to make it interesting. And and then you have this powdered tobacco that you can uh, just you know gently place in your nostril or or under your gum. And then you've got this kind of uh, you know snuff snuff uh, product. Now is that is that yeah. the same or related to like dip that sort of thing? Well, it, it's similar in some ways, I guess. Dip is more uh, like granulated. You know, you think about snuff, and it's a. Uh, but it's, snuff it's have a, like the spitting. It's as a part powder. Of it doesn't. No, okay. it it doesn't. It's actually something that uh, just kind of naturally stays in your system. Matter of fact, I'll go ahead and show you. This yeah, is busted out here. this is Freiburg and Trayer snuff. Uh, now we don't sell this at the Country Squire. We sell some other snuff uh, brands, but uh, Freiburg and Trayer um, actually got this at the Briar Shop in Houston, Texas, from my friend Ross, who oh. manages that shop down okay. there. Uh, great shop if you're ever in Houston. And we, we've talked about it before. We all go see them. This is uh, Freiburg and Trayer, established 1720 in Haymarket, London. Of course, uh, it looks really official. It's got all the script stuff on there. But um, this is one of their uh, one of their uh, better selling uh, snuffs. And it's just a really simple powdered tobacco. I'm going to let you uh, take a look and smell. I mean, wow. I mean, like fine powder. Yeah. You wanna, you know, for, it's like it's like dust. Yeah, I mean, it, some, it really is like dust. For somebody who's not familiar, I mean, like, honestly, it looks like you're looking into a container of cinnamon. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, it, it looks like something that came out of your spice cabinet. Sure. And that would make some sense. And it, the interesting thing is the smell, I don't know if this is just this particular tin, but there's almost like a like a soap, like bathroom type of smell to it. You know what <laughs> well, I mean? Well, like, you know, they flavor it with all kinds of things. Like and floral, lavender. This, this particular one is uh, Makuba, and I'm not exactly sure what goes into it, to be honest, but they're using all kinds of you know, d- different, you know, different flavorings, just like you might find in pipe tobacco to, uh, to flavor some of this. Yeah. Stuff, when I, so. Let me clarify. Yeah. When I say bathroom, I don't yeah. mean like urinal. What I mean like is specifically, <laughs> what I mean is like, Delicious. like this like luxurious kind of spa type of, you know, bath type situation here. Not point being, it's yeah. not at all what I would imagine it to smell like. To, right. Out. Right. Yeah. You think of uh, tobacco, particularly something like this that you, uh, you know, put in your nostril or under your gum as being like, I guess more of a savory uh, feel almost, but this is more. Um, I, there's a floral note here, and as well as a, really kind nice. of a sweet, uh, kind of a sweet, uh, pleasant note. It it kind of in some ways reminds you of those uh, those Lakeland tobaccos, uh, which are made from uh, you know the folks like Gaywith and Hogarth that use kind of that uh, that that rose water essence. You know some of those things. You'll find those occasionally in in uh, in snuffs, but not all the time. Um, anyway, really interesting uh, stuff. So, so Freiburg and Trayer, of course, was known for uh, for literally, uh, you know, over a century for making some of the finest snuff in, in Great Britain. Uh, matter of fact, they had a royal warrant, uh, which is basically uh, a royal warrant is basically a code for uh, you are a you're the tobacco producer or provider for uh, for royalty, you know, and so someone Ooh. comes to you and they're like, I'm I'm giving you permission to be my supplier of X and X, uh, you know, goods or whatever. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, the royal warrant for Freiburg and Trayer was uh, for uh, snuff and also pipe tobacco uh, for kings of England and kings of Hanover and Belgium, uh, of course, kind of coming from that uh, more continental roots there, uh, which is kind of interesting. Outstanding pipe tobacco blends, uh, super premium quality. Uh, their uh, iconic store there in the Haymarket District had these beautiful bay windows, and so you'd walk by and see them uh, blending, uh, you know, pipe tobacco and producing these these high end goods. Um, and uh, you know, after three hundred years, it was one of those uh, you know stores that just you know literally being the private tobacconist for kings and dukes uh even on this uh uh, on this uh tin of tobacco uh the the uh snuff that they've got here uh tobacconists and purveyors of uh foreign snuff uh to their late majesties the kings of hanover and belgium and their late royal highnesses the dukes of sussex cambridge and the duchess of kent and so it's like you've got now i want to know what the duchess of kent smoked that that that's what that's interesting yeah Um, yeah. but uh you you know so you've got just this in incredible history and um and and uh, you know eventually they were bought in the late 70s by imperial tobacco and then the shop itself actually um sadly enough closed in 1981 but but you can still go by and see the uh see the bay windows there of the original store and uh just a really really interesting history there um there at their uh, at, the, at that at that location were they given like a seal or like you know some sort of paperwork that is because you know i my guess is they were okay yeah no to, i'm, to I'm me, sure i'm Positive they this, were. this almost yeah. feels like the 17th, uh, 1700s uh, version of like, you know, the, the famous person who comes into the shop and then you get your picture taken with them and put it up on the wall. You know, like in the 1700s. No, you, that's right. You had you had the royals. That was those were your celebrities. And yeah. So like to have and in some sense, it still is. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. With the, the to do with the, the most latest in the uh, uh, royal wedding saga. Yeah, no, for real. But like, 
you know, it just it just kind of feels like that a little bit. Like you're like, oh, right. well, you know, Charles here. Right. You know. <laughs> well, what what's cool, you know, and we've seen this so many times with different uh, brands of uh, tobacco, and um, it, you know, just as it switches over different places, close, and then folks will buy the recipes out and uh, this and this, and so you know, Freiburg and Trayer they close, of course, 1981, um, but they have these products that you know people just love, right? Uh, it, for instance, you know, we talked to um, uh, our friend over at Dunhill the other week mm-hmm, about yeah. how, you know, Dunhill, the pipe company actually got out of making tobacco years ago, but they, you know, that those brands were, the Dunhill brands were still important enough and still, um, you know, viable enough to where someone picked up those brands and continued to produce those blends under um, under the same name, just different manufacturing companies to, to do that. And so, um, so the same thing happened with the Freiburg and Traeger, um, the tobaccos. And so, um, you know, they became, uh, you know, one of those that uh, was sought after, uh, you know, to be blended by a, basically a third party or, or a, a new blender. Um, and, and so that's that's the Freiburg and Traer that we have today. Uh, other folks that are similar to this are uh, folks like Dunhill or, um, you know, the uh, James Fox blends. We've talked about Fox tobacconist in uh, in, in in London and uh, just that that place is incredible history and you've still got those uh, blends that they're pumping out like the squires and the bankers and, uh, and, and those blends are still really popular. They're just not produced by the original tobacconist. And so, um, so a, a German firm, uh, Kohlhaas and Kopp, um, is the is the firm that picked this up. And Kohlhaas and Kopp, I, I love them. They make some of the best uh, tobaccos in the world. They're one of the best uh, best manufacturers. Now, you know, who knows how many of these they're actually putting out themselves? But they have all these legacy brands that they have the rights to the blend. And so, you know, it's basically like it, it's if one firm like owns the recipe to Coke and Dr Pepper and Sprite. They didn't invent those, but they got the rights to them, right? And so they're still producing them over time. Well, Kohlhaas and Kopp, they're this German firm, and I, I, I encourage you to go to their website. It, not a lick of it's in English, but you can kind of kind of piece through and see some of the really marquee brands that they've got uh, that they've got there. Other others are uh, Solani tobaccos, uh, which are fantastic. Of course, we talk about the the Gold Flake, the H. Burley Flake, the uh, Silver Flake, um, the Rainer tobaccos, which I love. That uh, seventy one is just a really good white burley with Perique. Um, real expensive tobacco, but super fine. Um, so it's the same firm, actually, that does the Rattrays tobaccos, uh, some of the most oh, huh. uh, popular tobaccos in the world. We talk about, uh, you know, Howl the Wind and, um, you know, Red Rappery and some of the, some of those guys. Yeah, did, um, we do, did we do a focus on that brand? Or maybe we've just done some of those for tobacco We've talks. talked about them for tobacco talks, yeah, I think. Right. But just excellent, excellent tobaccos. Um, and then uh, others like Ashton and, and Sillums. you got Sillum's tobacco, of course, real premium stuff. So they're known for, uh, you know, more sophisticated tobaccos, just incredibly, um, you know, um, good blends that, you know, are mimicked often. These are the blends that, you know, people are like, man, I want to make a blend like that. So um, so anyway, we still have the Freiburg and Traer tobaccos through Kohlhaas and Kopp. And a few that I'll just um, kind of kind of parade here in front of you quickly. Um just so you have kind of an idea what what we've got here, the uh, I'm smoking the cut Virginia plug tonight. Uh, actually, I don't have this tin in front of me; it's sitting on the other side of the shop because I loaded my pipe with it uh, <laughs> earlier today. But it smells um, delicious. The the cut Virginia plug it's uh, just an excellent excellent tobacco. It kind of reminds me in some ways of uh, you know some of my favorite tobaccos that you know we talk about a lot on Country Squire Radio um, or like Golden Sliced. 
you know, the Vowen 14. Uh, th- this is somewhere around the Vowen 14 and like the Mac Baron Pure Virginia. It's got this kind of mellow, crisp. There's just a little citrus there. It's not mm. super sharp, but just a, a little bit of that. Nice grassy flavors, but they're not overwhelmed by the hay uh, that sometimes are there in Virginia's. And so uh, really good. That's the cut Virginia plug. Uh, The cut blended plug is a a, a really similar blend. It's more mellow. It's not as much uh, not as much sweetness, but there's uh, just a little richer uh, flavor there. I'll let you look. This is you know, their 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 artwork is incredibly simple. It's just a very simple um, thing on the front of all their tobaccos. You kind of have this uh, shop front. It's their bay windows of their iconic uh, shop there in London, and it just says Freiburg and Trayer, thirty four Haymarket, London, and that that's really all you get. You know, there's not a whole lot a uh, whole lot else to say. Yeah, on. I mean, yeah. like you got it on a kind of a baseline color. I would imagine yeah. each color represents a different blend. It, it it does, and you know, it th- there are a couple that are uh, that are that are similar. But you know, it one thing that we've seen recently, Freiburg and Trayer, all, all the blends that are made by Kohlhaas and Kopp, and then um, you know, all the other uh, blends out there too. Frankly, everyone is trying to catch up right now to change their labels on the outside of the tins because of the new uh, warning labels that are going to be required by the FDA. Was this, but this and was so that, that's a part of it. So it looked similar to this. Right. It, it looked similar to this just a few months ago, but they've had to kind of... right? But, but uh, this is a larger iteration. Yeah. Really? Because I was just is, thinking yeah. about how much smaller the, the everything looked well, really to make room for the, the bottom half to be yeah. covered up. And well, and then all these these tins too, the, these cut Virginias and the, the, um, the flakes that you see, these were all... In square tins that overnight they had to figure out oh what do we do so they had to put them in a round tin in order to uh to make room for the giant warning label that's you know, going to go it on. is interesting so, like so, so yeah the, the, this was actually a square tin uh just you know six months ago and so it was recut yeah. so the label so they had, had to, to redo recut. the label for a round tin yeah interesting yeah pretty fascinating yeah huh so it, you know it's it's just you know the market's changing and these uh tobacco producers they're uh you know scrambling to keep up with the um new government requirements just like everybody else and was frig 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 would frig right wait so <laughs> who, who who was tending this like were they tending their own uh well as far as i'm aware they were actually uh producing it there in their shop yeah. okay because i mean so, like yeah and I, and I don't know if it was tinned at that point actually it may have just been a uh tobacco that was only available at their store i'm, I'm not positive who tinned this uh so that so this was done by the kohlhaas and cop company okay all right that does I'm all those other fantastic you know tobaccos in in uh in germany well all yeah. right so when we went to go visit stg and we kind of got a chance to see like their whole tinning process mm-hmm, and everything mm-hmm. it is like it's fascinating just how like you know you think the slightest change you know not, not to mention like the larger changes like the slightest no, yeah, change yeah how that that goes into the entire kind of uh uh I mean, almost like the the biological organism that is the manufacturing line. You know what I mean. So, some of these uh, manufacturing processors are so ancient, right? That yeah. it's you know when you introduce a small change like this, it's like oh well, crap. What do we do? Well, and, you know, <laughs> we've and, been doing it this way since 1720. And that's the thing. Like <laughs> you know, I, and it, it is amazing though that that because of you know the, the the process. I mean, if you think about like what a tin is, like what a tobacco tin is. I mean, this is this is not high tech. You know what I mean? Like no, this is, yeah, this it's, is, a, it's a small metal can that's been vacuum sealed. I mean, there's a right. you know there, there's been some, very much a kind of it, it ain't broke so don't fix it type of mindset with how it seals everything in. But like to be ordered to, to you know produce these things and 
uh, at the scale, you know, so SCG, obviously they have an amazing facility there, Yeah. but we saw like, you know, not only like, you know, brand new equipment in use, but also equipment that had been there for forever still in use because the process was so similar. Right. But when these little changes come along, I remember, uh, talking with somebody on site actually, uh, about having to do like a slight change. Like it was about the amount of tobacco allowed in certain tens. Do you remember this? I I don't actually, but I know they were using equipment that was, you know, older than the shop is in some cases. Well, so that was a situation like, so it was, it was some regulation in a different country. It wasn't this one, but they had to like in, in America, it could be a certain amount. And in this other country, it had to be a different amount, but they had to use the same tinning process for everything. And so in order to change it, like, like the, the equipment would have to be custom built because you can't just like buy, you know, no, these like exactly. easy things right. just because it's so... These uh, widgets, yeah. I mean, it, you have to... It's an ancient some, process. Someone makes this kind of yeah, stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's, that's it. Um, and, Sorry, and, not to get into manufacturing. No, it's true. <laughs> and that that's how it works in, in that whole industry um, or, or in any, any industry um, manufacturing environment. But yeah, so, you know, it, just a lot of great blends. They're particularly known uh, and have been known, uh, you know, over the centuries for uh, using incredible quality leaf and nowadays the tins that are available uh, the ones that are super popular and really hard to get uh, are the ones that feature virginias and so uh, the the uh, cut virginia plug that i'm smoking now the uh, cut blended plug that we've got here that i mentioned is a little richer it's more red uh, leaf in there matured leaf um, and then we've got uh, the golden mixture which is a virginia ribbon um, which is a kind of a bright uh, cheery natural flavor uh, Virginia Ribbon, just real clean, super good tobacco. So uh, they've got others like the Blackjack, which is also Virginia. Just lots of uh, lots of different ones. So anyway, Freiburg and Traeger, they eat several uh, great tobaccos. They're really um, you know kind of hard to find right now because they don't produce a lot of them there in Germany uh, at the at the Kohlhaas and Kopp plant. But um, but they're excellent blends, and you know for particularly non aromatic smokers and lovers of you know Virginia uh, natural sweetness leaf, um, you know it's something. You need to you need to try to put on your hit list and and find uh, you know when you get a chance. That's good, man. Yeah. All right, Fry. It's great stuff. Freiburg and Trayer. Yes. Fry. Yeah, you, did, you did great. I, I did it. Yeah. No, you did, did good. Now, now you can revert. You know. Yeah. No. Right. No, no, no. It's good. It's good because <laughs> you know we are the Freiburg uh, resistance's Trayer. I, I got it. No, that that's right. That was good. That, that yeah. That makes some sense. That, that's I'm sure there was an episode on the next generation about I, you that. You know, yeah. <laughs> there should have been. Data was smoking a pipe at one point during the next generation. That that did happen. Not that I'm I'm not a Trek guy. No, he was uh, uh he, he was one of those where he was doing the Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock thing, Holmes. I think. That's right. Although yeah. I, did he ever actually smoke it? Can, I don't think so. Can you yeah. smoke a pipe on a spaceship? With well, like the airlock controlled, you can do anything on the Enterprise. I know, yeah, that's right. When you got holograms <laughs> that can be created out of anything, that is that is absolutely true. Well, that that is fascinating, man. You know, so the uh, uh, the you know you, you mentioned the branding. Of course, we we talked about how it's kind of the the wash on a on a different uh, kind of baseline color. There is actually something surprisingly modern about it, honestly, with just kind of being the one single color. You think and about a lot of simplicity nowadays and, mm-hmm. you know, modern design. I, of course, I'm no design connoisseur. We've got, you know, friends that are uh, listeners of Country Choir Radio that are graphic designers and industrial designers and, you know, who knows what. But um, but you, do you do think of things being very simplistic, real clean? Um, I, I don't know. It kind of goes with that, right? Um, it really does. It's just I mean, real simple. It reminds you what's old is new again, right? Right. Like yeah. It's just kind of yeah. comes back around. So uh, really 
fascinating stuff. So yeah, so let us know what your thoughts are on Freiburg, Fry, Fry, ah, <laughs> Freiburg and Schreyer. And hey, if you are lucky enough to get your uh, your hands on some of this stuff and smoke it, you know you, you don't want to just smoke it. You want you want to make sure that you're getting the best quality smoke out of it. No, that's right. I and, mean, and, and smoking it out of a pipe that is going to let you appreciate the natural flavors and the um the 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 delicate nuanced flavors of the tobacco. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. This is this is uh this this is this is ger- ger- German. Yeah, no, no. Uh, this <laughs> Deutschland, uh, Hagendossen. Fraulein, Fraulein, Fraulein. Did you just say something about like ice cream, nannies, and ice cream? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like our good friends at Missouri Beer Show. No, that's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, well, t- tonight one of our uh, one of our most outstanding tasting pipes is of course uh, sponsoring tonight's show. And that's that, right. Man. That of course is the Missouri Beer from Shortstop. Look I love this thing. pipe. Uh, it is a excellent, excellent tasting pipe, and it is uh, it, it's basically the clay pipe uh, that that Missouri Beer from makes. You know, it's one of the that uh, it's a small bowl it's just big enough to fit your tamper inside of uh, but it is a perfect sampling size and so uh, you know you've got a basically uh, a, a quarter or a third uh, of a normal size medium bowl there that's available to you uh, it like I said just wide enough to get your tamper in just a little bigger than that and so it, it is a, a roomy enough bowl to you get for you to get the you know a real pipe experience uh, but certainly not something that you're going to spend uh, you know more than 10 minutes smoking 15 minutes uh, at the max and uh, just gives you a good understanding of the tobacco itself uh, really light nice uh, shank that's on this they use the uh, light colored wood of course with the with the standard black mouthpiece and um, it's just a little longer than the uh, Missouri Meerschaum mini uh, so it just cools that smoke off a little bit more but uh, really great pipe it's uh, really inexpensive retails for about five bucks and uh, man a good good seller here at the Country Squire particularly if someone comes in and wants to sample a new tobacco and they're like oh, I left my pipe at home let me let me try the shortstop yeah well no matter what you're smoking if you got yourself a shortstop be sure to smoke it this week take a picture when you do it tweet it out to us it's a good way to let the good folks at missouri meerschaum know you appreciate them for sponsoring this show do you know people make fun of you for how you say meerschaum uh I, that's what they make fun of me for <laughs> <laughs> that's the one no i mean you know it, it Right. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny. It's like I, I've heard people say, you know, when Bo says like Meerschaum? Yeah. Meerschaum? Yeah. Meerschaum? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I, it's just that. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's... <laughs> It, it's a thing. It's it's it. You know, some people say Meerschaum, right? It's, it's so so the but so the emphasis is more on the front end. It's right? all about the delivery. Missouri Meerschaum. If I do like Missouri you know, Meerschaum, Meerschaum, like, Meerschaum, Meerschaum, Meerschaum. Right. Like I, that's gonna that's gonna throw off the flow. You got. You know, that's a that's a good point. Yeah. That's a that's a good. I, I'd be interested to know to our uh, listeners are they are they Meerschaum people or Meerschaum people? Well, I mean, like if I'm just in conversation, I probably say Meerschaum. But like if, if for for the for it's it's well, a, the theatrics. It's of the it, pageantry right? of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You gotta stretch it out. Uh, I, I, we'll go with that. This is like, welcome to Country Choir Radio. I'm Bo. JD. Like I don't say JD in normal conversation. Typically, you, know I mean? you probably have before. I don't know. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. Pipe question of the week. 
Fight Man Pipe question of the week coming in to us from DJ. I'm assuming this is Bizarro Land, John David. Uh, it may be, DJ, DJ says, what would be a tobacco that could match a cigar's smoke content? And he says, I mean, literally the amount of smoke per puff. As I am smoking more pipes, I find the thing I am missing the most is the aesthetic of a truly large plumes of smoke that the cigar affords. Thank you. Again, this is DJ, not JD. Uh, but I'm just, like I said, Bizarro JD. Great question. You know, it's it's one of those things that, you know, a lot of cigar smokers, they do crave. I was talking to a cigar smoker the other day, and he was like, I tried the pipe. I smoke too fast for a pipe, and I'm too addicted to the the plumes of smoke to enjoy a pipe, you know, and, and and there's something about that, right? When you're smoking a cigar, you get those big clouds of smoke that rush in uh, and it's easy, easy to produce them. And, and also when you do produce them, it doesn't burn your tongue as much. With a pipe, uh, the smoke tends to be more delicate. You can get a cloudy smoke, but typically it, produ- it, it means you're going to have to puff it faster and harder, which means it's going to get real hot uh, and burn your tongue. Uh, whereas on cigars, you don't, you don't see that typically. The most smoke production we get uh, tends to be from burly. Uh, any kind of burly based tobacco, uh, really uh, that that soft uh, kind of air cured burly. I mean, it just it just produces a lot of smoke. And so, um, you know, anything with a heavy burly content, I might point you to something like a, it's got a little Perique in it too. What's the name of that? Uh, Bayou Morning might be a good mm. uh, a good uh, a good call. We we have one here at the shop called Parsons Blend. It's a aromatic, of course, that we've sold for a long right. time. Right, uh, you have often high burly content. You know, uh, another one black and tan uh, that we sell here um, you, you know something with that soft burly though it just kind of produces these uh, these clouds of smoke that tend to billow from your mouth yeah. uh, again it's not equivalent to a cigar uh, but for a pipe it's probably as close as you'll get yeah so, Parsons blend in yeah. particular like I, I remember like you, you you will often kind of promote the plumes of smoke that you can yeah. get out of that well it's a satisfying there. thing right oh, yeah absolutely. It's, uh, it's one of those things that uh, it, it's not a flavor thing necessarily but it, it kind of uh, that lingering cloud in your mouth it can be uh the, the art of uh you know learning and uh practicing how to puff those rings and all that mm-hmm. stuff uh you know someday i'm going to get to the gandalf where i can uh do the whole ship right yeah but uh but we're not quite there yet but to make if, if you were going to do it you would need a burly because it would require that much uh that much smoke. interesting so yeah. I think it's safe to say that the, uh, the pipe weed of the Shire has lots of burly. Yeah. Probably a lot of burly. Well, great question, DJ. And hey, if you've got a pipe question of the week, send it in to us. Show at Country Squire Radio. Again, that's show at CountrySquireRadio.com. It's, it's implied. It's implied. Quick, Quick fire, fire with, with the Squire. squire. Quick fire question. Ow! See, I don't normally say quick fire questions like that if I'm just, you know, quick fire questions, like Jones. With your meerschaum. I'm just saying. <laughs> quick fire questions, of course, brought to us by the Tin Society. Yes. We're on them in just a moment. All right. Now, we actually have, uh, you know, a good number of quick fire questions sent in from Caleb Krause, and we're going to get to a few of those this one. But first, I have to throw this one in at the top. This was actually proposed on Facebook. Uh, in our Facebook group for the uh, for the uh, uh, Country Squire Radio Pipe Club, yeah, uh, by Brady, uh, Pipe Club member Brady, uh, who asked. Brady's really talented, by the way, in- incredible, um, incredible musician. Not surprising yeah. at all. All right, so here's the thing: burger emoji. Okay, you've seen this, Bur- the burger. Oh emoji. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, there there was a difference between like the Google one and the Apple That's one. That's right. Is that right? That's right. So so in in short, if you've not seen this, I think this has been kind of observed by many people, but the Apple 
cheeseburger or our burger emoji the cheese is on top of the patty of the meat yeah. right whereas the google has it on the bottom right so are you an apple burger emoji or a google burger emoji all right this has nothing to do with my stance on apple versus google that's right that's exactly right but i am a i'm a apple burger emoji I, the the cheese belongs on top of the meat. It doesn't belong on the bottom. And 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 the warmth. There's it's simple science, really. Is physics. The 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 warmth of the meat melts the cheese and it melts into and around the patty. Yeah. And that is just how it. That is the natural order of things. As much as it absolutely pains me as a Android fan, uh, someone who has been rocking the Galaxy since like the first iteration of the Galaxy. Uh, someone who, uh, you know, is, 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 is very pro-Android and, and to some extent anti-Apple. I am as much Apple as I have to be, and, and these days I have to be to some extent. But for the most part, it's all about that Android. Yeah. Except for the burger. Except for the burger. You're right. There is yeah. something just honestly disturbing about the idea of the cheese being underneath yeah, it's, the it's, meat. Yeah, it's got to go on top of the, of yeah. the patty. Yeah. I try, look, I, I try not to judge, but I judge that. <laughs> I really do. That's That's wrong. That is wrong. But hey, I'd love, love to hear some thoughts on that. So, all right. So, we were both for uh, going Apple emoji on that one. Yep. All right. So, the rest of these are from uh, Caleb Krause. Uh, he says, this is the uh, mental health counseling edition. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> introvert or extrovert? Introvert. All right. I'm I'm kind of either, I'm either an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert. You're on the line, but I think you're an extrovert. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. I, I'm an extroverted introvert. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Cool. 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 Uh, let's see. Um talking or silent listening silent listening like would you rather be talking or like being silent and just listening that one yeah being silent listening yeah you're you're in the right profession yeah (laughs) (laughs) i really am (laughs) um i i would definitely rather be talking although i'm trying to be better at being a better listener (laughs) that's good both both are required for conversation you know we just have to practice uh you know, practice on the ones that not our not our strength. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I, a comfortable love seat or big leather chair. Now, one presumes this is like while you're in a counseling session. I think comfortable love seat is that the one where you just like sit back. Like a, a, a love seat is like a two. It's like a two seater. Okay. It's not a full couch. You think of a couch being like a three seater. This is a two seater. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so, but but would would you go for the. Um, yeah, the classic lay your head down on the on the side, put your put your legs up and everything and like Freudian style where yeah. you like yeah, looking at Or like at the every ceiling. single sitcom ever. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> I I know, right? Yeah. And no, I, I think, you know, when I've been to counseling before, we I've talked about this with, with friends, you know, I, I I typically, you know, just I'm not looking at the ceiling necessarily. I'm just, you know, kind of staring straight forward or whatever. But um I don't know, there's something about a love seat. You can kind of spread out a little more, you know, put your keys on the other side, unload your pockets and <laughs> you know, got a place to put your coffee and kind of make yourself comfortable. You put your the love seat well you know i mean if, if it's if it's sturdy all right well hey you know yeah you got stuff on your mind that's yeah fine. That's no fine. that's right yeah uh i i think between the two <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna go big leather chair i like i like the leather chair uh and then finally and i love this uh coping skills guacamole or queso queso every time <laughs> 10 times out of 10 i love guacamole i love it but if you're coping i mean l- let's talk about like th- mm. this is the therapy edition men- mental health counseling uh-huh. edition uh-huh. of this I- if i want to self-medicate <laughs> it's going to involve cheese <laughs> <laughs> yeah cheese is to men well, what ice cream is to women in this, in this regard right well it, it will probably also involve ice cream <laughs> oh, right, well, there you go. There you <laughs> to, go. to be honest with you but 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 it it, it will involve queso 
Uh, I love queso. Doggone it, man! All right, I'm, it's so good. Like, I, like I've already, I've already uh, at the at the jump, kind of you know, uh, made all of our German contingent uh, turn turn off the, the podcast already. Yeah, no, they're 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 terrified. This us, is right? this is definitely going to knock out like at least seventy percent of the audience. I, queso is disgusting. What I, I can't. I just. What the heck is wrong with you? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if I mix it a little bit into some salsa, that's okay, or something of that nature. What just? Uh, what is it about? Is it the texture? Is it the idea of just eating melted cheese? The, the melted cheese aspect of it. Like, it, there was a time. There was a time that I'm like was all about the queso and everything. But like, I'm just gonna have to continue smoking my pipe. This is good. <laughs> this is a. Th- this is where my pipe really does uh, it come in as the adult male pacifier because I, I, I'm just gonna put it in my mouth and shut this up. This is where friendships get challenged at, right at here. this point. Yeah. yeah, I, I really, I, I can't do it. I mean, like you know, I, you, you mix some sausage in, like. If you start mixing some sausage in, you start mixing some tomatoes in, like oh okay. But I mean, I'm not there for the cheese. The cheese is just there to complement everything else. On the other side, guacamole is amazing, especially when done right. Like done really right. Yeah, I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. I, yeah. I love guacamole. Plus, it's like guacamole is heavy. If you're looking for like that that kind of comfort food, I mean, like guacamole is a is a good comfort food. This is me silent listening. Okay, case right. <laughs> <laughs> all right and so to the two people that are still listening to the podcast <laughs> you and your mom mm-hmm. thank mm-hmm. y'all <laughs> that's exactly right yep my uh, wife well, and my mom we, right we, we may we may have lost the uh the mrs coles as well on on the, on the, on the case so right I, I i you know part of my family is german as well so you know the, uh, and, all, and everyone loves gone. queso so yeah we're, we're, we've gone. basically been disowned. this is this is the one that did it right D- dang you freiborg <laughs> 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 all right well great quick fire questions of course those are brought to us by the tin society now the tin society is an awesome awesome online service that if you've not checked out before where you been you got to check this out it's called Tensociety.com is the place to go. And here you can get a monthly subscription of various tobaccos delivered to your door, curated samplings so that you get a chance to taste and test a lot of different tobaccos that you may have not otherwise had the opportunity to do so. It definitely brings kind of the uh, uh, pipe tobacco enthusiast into the modern era, wouldn't you say? It's great, man. It's the modern box concept uh, for pipe smokers. And, uh, you know, all the tobaccos that we talk about regularly on Country Squire Radio, um, you know, occasionally including the Freiburg and Trayer, if you're uh, lucky enough to, to be on that box, you know, uh, you're going to get uh, exposed to just so many uh, wonderful tobaccos that are out there. And so uh, if, if you did have the chance, you know, we talked about this last week and then we actually had a uh, an unboxing right. uh, kind of mini, uh, you know, 45 second episode. It was longer than that. But, uh, you know, where we were <laughs> under three. I tried to keep it under. three. Yeah, we, we actually opened a box uh, recently. You can look at it. Uh, I guess it's on our YouTube, YouTube channel, channel but, that's right. uh, and, and see what you get it's a really uh professionally done well packaged it makes you feel like you're getting something special and 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 frankly you are you know when you open this you're getting uh plenty of uh tobacco to try several different kinds um and and we're all talking premium tobacco this is stuff that comes out of uh anywhere from you know 15 dollar tins to 30 dollar tins and, mm. and, and it's all over the market you've got aromatics and non-aromatics and uh tobaccos you might not necessarily try but uh or buy on your own but it's something that kind of challenges your power and pushes you and occasionally you will really find those favorites so um, it's just a great service you can go to tensociety.com use the code squire when you sign up uh, and you'll get 20 percent off your first month's purchase um, and it's uh, it's just a great way to stay uh, kind of fresh in the pipe tobacco market and uh, and check out some new stuff absolutely so again that squire is the code to use when you sign up for 20 percent off on your first month's service at tensociety.com 
Com. That's right. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. All right, man, listener feedback. We got some great listener feedback in. Uh, let's see. First one up, we got an iTunes, an iTunes review in from uh, Corporate Creep. Uh, that I is, think I worked for that guy one time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know a few. I know a few. Uh, what, what did Corporate Creep have to say? Corporate Creep, man. Uh, best pipe smoking road trip partners. Uh, I just wanted to thank you fellas for making my five-hour road trips every other weekend a breeze. I've been smoking a pipe for going on two years, and honestly, you have taught me almost everything I know. Uh, sorry, but terribly awkward Instagram selfies of my fellow pipers inner noses don't quite fill my need for information and boy is he onto something uh-huh yeah yeah i i man i that's a whole episode within itself like the the terrible pipe smoker selfie uh-huh we'll go there sometime wow uh, but yeah yeah, yeah but c- c- continuing on <laughs> I, I live in an uh an area uh of missouri where there isn't a solid source of pipe tobacco and knowledge within an hour and a half uh drive but you boys definitely fill the void uh keep it up i plan on visiting the shop very soon uh cheers and that's from corporate creep uh dude yeah uh, man thank you so much we're glad uh glad we can be partners with you there on your commute absolutely yeah that yep. the, uh, <laughs> I, I do feel like most of um I could be wrong on this, but I do feel like there's a large amount of like new listeners that come in and they, they like the introduction to country square radio is binge listening as part of a road trip, which is always fascinating. I think you're right. Yeah. Well, we think about Netflix being the same way, right? I right. mean, when, you know, when you're going to introduce yourself to a new show, well, that doesn't mean you watch one, you watch, you know, eight, you right. know, and before you know it, you finished all 28 seasons of criminal minds or whatever you know <laughs> this is exactly right well and you know the interesting thing too is that like you know by the time I've, I, I could be wrong too but like by the time we get these like uh, reviews in uh generally speaking they probably haven't got gotten caught up to now you know yeah so no, like, I, I think so yeah a lot of time I, 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 let me know if i'm wrong i'm, I'm kind of curious for those of you especially the the newer listeners that are going through and binge listening do you start from the bottom now you're here or do you actually you know uh, start at the latest and work your way back. I'm just kind of curious. So let us know uh, what, what uh, your experience has been. Your, mile, your miles may vary, uh, pun totally intended. Uh, we also have a uh, just a quick email in from uh, Kevin Pinkerton, who says, can I replace Caleb? Don't we all wish we could? Uh, well, first of all, no one can ever replace Caleb. That's true. No, that's like, true. He, 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 was, he was a unique uh, individual. It, right, he is a unique individual. Yes, he still he still is an individual. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, but he, um, man, he he you know he did such a good job here at the Squire and left such an indelible mark. And of course, um, man, so many of our wonderful blends that uh, have come out over the past couple of years have been his. You know, he worked really hard on that, and we're we're very proud of that. Um, it, oddly enough, uh, or, or at least kind of related, uh, one of our uh, Twitter questions tonight is from Eric Subtilis eighty seven. He says, uh, any updates? on how the post-McClellan cousin of Green Dragon is coming. Uh, and Eric, uh, good to hear from you, brother. Uh, hope, hope you're doing well. But um, yeah, so actually, one of we haven't uh, come up with a Green Dragon replacement yet, but uh, Caleb, in his quest to do that, came up with a, a new blend, uh, which wasn't uh, the same as Green Dragon, but was so good that we wanted it to stand on its own. And that is our new blend, uh, King's Foil. And uh, King's Foil is now on our shelf. You can order it uh, through our website. And um, it is a Virginia dark-fired Kentucky uh, blend. And so it's got the full-bodied uh, kind of roasted flavor of that uh, Kentucky 
uh, leaf, uh, really tasty, uh, pretty pretty strong, uh, but you'll still have the subtle natural sweetness of the Virginias there in the background. So really great tobacco, and we think you'll enjoy it. Uh, we also have another new tobacco too, Peach Melba, uh, which is our new aromatic, and it is brand spanking new. Wow. So, yeah. All yep. right, man. That's yep. uh, that's exciting stuff. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, then we also got one in. Uh, oh, Commodore. Now, oh you, yeah. You remember Commodore from last yeah, week? Yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely. Brand new uh, Country Squire Radio Club member. Uh, what what did Commodore have to say? He said, "Thanks for saying my name correctly, y'all. Uh, no Commodore is not my. It, he says no Commodore is not my birth name, uh, but it was a nickname that just kind of stuck. I think it first came to be." Uh, from the beer Commodore Perry IPA by oh, Great Lakes Brewing. Interesting. Uh, okay. Rather than the actual dude uh, himself, I actually uh, am the president of a. Uh, let's see, I'm actually the president of a mopped gang, uh, pedal start mo. Oh, I'm sorry, moped moped right. gang, uh, pedal start mopeds uh, from the 70s, not scooters. There's a difference between a moped and there, a scooter. There is a difference. Yeah, right. they'll they'll fight you on that. We need to be clear. Uh, he said, in the underground moped community, Commodore is what they call me. Uh, anyways, love this episode, and I'm very appreciative for what you guys do to keep the pipe community in the loop. Commodore Perry, the latest club member. Uh, Commodore Perry, thank you very much. I, I, I would love to uh, for you to continue to wax poetically on the differences between uh, scooters and mopeds. I will never Never forget being in Scotland probably let's see it was 11 years ago now and the taxi driver that picked us up at the pub I can't remember its name we had just consumed a uh, a, a large amount of scotch whiskey and and like and you this, and, and like, like like you do and, and this very kind um, uh, cab driver he wanted to tell us everything he knew about scooters and that he was on his way to a scooter rally and that it was different and it was it was a scooter rally and it was different from a moped and I just want to say I'm on team moped team moped all the way yeah I'm, I'm on team moped I'm not anti-scooter yeah. um, but there is a difference and I think I think that a lot of people uh, uh, Missed the difference. It's yeah. interesting. I, maybe it was Commodore that I saw post this, but I did see somebody recently post a, a picture of uh, like the pipes they were smoking to go to one of these uh, mopped rallies. And I, I, M- mopped rallies. Is that not? Is, is, is just moped rallies? I think it's moped. All right. Yeah. For some reason, you know, I'm dyslexic, so <laughs> I first read it. Right. Right. And I was like, "What on earth is this?" I had to kind of do a little bit of research before I realized the uh, connection is kind of this mo- moped moped type uh, uh, rally. And so, uh, yeah, I'm kind of curious. Is there a lot of overlap there? Like, are there a lot of moped enthusiasts that are also pipe smokers and vice versa? Should this be a pipe culture uh, deep dive at some point? I, we we may have to find out. I'm very curious on that. Let, it, let us know, Commodore. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, I, has the mystery been taken away now that we know that Commodore was named after a beer? Nah. No? Nah. All right. All yeah, right. we'll just continue to roll with it. Oh, we're going to so, create We're going to create our own lore around Commodore Perry. Yeah, it'll I like be, It'll be good. I like yeah. that. That's good. That's great. All right, but we also got uh, some great live tweets, and I'm getting a lot of a lot of flack for my attempt at a German accent. I will I will stand by the fact that I do not know how to do a German accent. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, that's just something I, I definitely do not yeah, know. A little more practice. Do. You know, you, 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 you make up for it with your exquisite uh, British uh, patrician elitist accent. Yeah. 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 I mean, you got to, you got to, you got to have something. You definitely got to have something. Uh, Eric also says, uh, I request a, a review of this particular snuff, uh, the white elephant. 
Is that uh, something you're familiar with? Yeah, I, I'm actually not. I have not had that particular one. It um, it looks. Uh, oh, it's an Indian snuff, uh, which of course there is a large tradition of uh, creating, uh, you know, nasal snuff uh, there in India. I I have not uh, had it before. It looks terrifying. <laughs> uh, so yeah, maybe on a future episode. Interesting. All right, and so also Kilted Pipe guy uh, before the show mentioned that he was watching the WWDC 2018 uh, keynote. Did you catch any of that? What's a WWDC? Okay, so we talked about Android and Apple before. Right. This is WWDC is like Apple's big event where they kind of showcase, oh, we're working on this. And guess what? We made it smaller. And here's one more thing. We changed all the charging ports. Like that's that's their big Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I got it. Right. I, uh, oh, and this year you can't use your earphones or whatever. <laughs> right. 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 Like, oh, you know how you really enjoy using your ear jacks? Well, those are gone now. Yeah, we're going to mess that up. No, but it's fine because now you've got Bluetooth. We're going to pretend like we invented Bluetooth headsets, even though Bluetooth headsets have been around for like a decade before now now but crs are different because it makes it you look like you're crying from your ears <laughs> i hate those things man those ear pod things yeah i'm against them they look so ugly yep they look just so bad yeah i i, I tend to agree i mean no offense if you got some i'm just saying that it looks like you're crying yeah, and from you ears. may be listening to country square radio on some right now yeah and we encourage you to continue to gosh, do that i've just offended everybody this episode I, you, we're we're, <laughs> we're done all over the we're, map we're done it probably it, it probably is time <laughs> um man great episode of course and uh we'd love yeah. to hear from you in terms of your thoughts on the froggen broggen trogen sargen chargen uh fr- fr- freiburg and trier try try trier yeah the that's it F and T. We'd love to hear your thoughts on F and T. Uh, <laughs> if, if you get a chance to smoke it, be sure to, to let us know and, and we'll read some of those thoughts on the show. Uh, you can also keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at the real Bo York. And I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at, at underscore Country Squire. And of course, the show's handle is at Squire Radio, but all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com, where you can tune in live on Monday nights. That is at 8.30 p.m. Central, 6.30 Pacific, and 9.30 Eastern. Again, all that and more can be found at Country Squire. Radio.com. See, dot I, don't, com. I don't say a dot com normally either. See, this is the Meerschaum thing. I just, right. Yeah. Meerschaum. 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 <laughs> we're from mississippi and that's the thing that i that yeah we're supposed that's, to that's, yeah that's we funny. we just naturally butcher everything and that's part of who our, is it uh, who, who's been saying that i want to know who it was i they'll go unnamed no 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 i want to know who it was i can't i honestly can't remember because i've heard it from a few people you've got to be kidding me i, I i'm not here kidding. Or when you go to like chicago like around you know <laughs> <laughs> It's not a deal breaker, though. You no, know, it, yeah, it's it's endearing, right? Yeah, it's one of those know. things that, uh, you know, it, it's like when I say stupid stuff like that dog won't hunt. Like no one, no one <laughs> knows what knows one, no one knows what that means, but they just kind of roll with it because yeah. it's me, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Let's go have a night. See you, brother. been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit pottery.com.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.